Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Voice America Influencer Channel. This is Ken Roshan, taking you through another hour of amplifying your life and getting the life you want so that you are on a journey that leads to happiness and lots of smiles per hour. How are you, Andrea? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, we've had some majorly wonderful things happen, uh, not only in the world of uh, what's going on around us, but for the Keep Smiling movement. So we are amplifying people's worlds and lives. So when it's appropriate, let me know, and I'd be happy to share all about that. Well, let's talk about these lovely sponsors that <clears throat> help guide us through the times with abundance. Uh, absolutely. So our sponsors that we want to thank, our featured sponsor is Opus.Finance, a decentralized global processing system for the people, by the people, because enough is enough. We also want to thank the Umbrella Syndicate, Absolute Entertainment, Perfect Publishing, Big Events USA, The Red Carpet Connection, Voice America Influencers Channel, and of course our charity of choice is thekeepsmilingmovement.com where we are a mental and dental health organization 5013C committed to creating a dose of hope by, we used to say one smile at a time and now we're doing it by giving you several doses of hope. Yes, there is the cover of the Christmas book that's coming out, the Keep Smiling Dose of Hope, end of year, beginning of the year 2021. So those of you who are getting it for Christmas, you're actually getting it early because it, it is the 2021 way to start the new year with a dose of hope where you keep smiling. So thank you, Ken. That's also says at the bottom, Dr. Smiley and friends. And that's to honor uh, not only Ken's uh, completion of his doctorate, where he's now Dr. Ken Rashawn Jr., but to also let people know that Dr. Smiley, who is Ken, uh, Ken is the uh, uh, the person who has been co-authoring these books and authoring these books for the last six years. And as Dr. Smiley, we have elevated the game to be a Dr. Smiley who now represents the world of smiles for the organization. So it's exciting step up. I'm super excited about his choice to do that because it really changes the trajectory of what we're doing for the scope of the world so well, it's kind of like uh it's kind of like assuming the role of batman or some other superhero that's changing the world you kind of want a new identity and, and i want to have a dr smiley type of uh, uniform but uh this book is right here and it looks a little thin i assure you is not this thin it looks a little more like that <laughs> so so that is uh, <clears throat> and that's only part one we have part one and part two coming out we ended up with uh, believe it or not, about 1,650 pages. So I had to do a lot of editing all night. And we trimmed down 40 pages, and we will go to print with two parts of the book. And so the only inaccuracy of this cover is that they will say part one and part two. So those are available. They can, you can go to the Key Smiling Movement if you're making donations. Uh, we certainly would like to thank you with one of these doses of hope. And the idea is that everyone needs a dose of hope. So whether it's you or someone you know, 
give them a dose of hope. The prices on these books are is very reasonable given it's 800 pages of inspiration. So we will get to the show. Uh, let's let's move to Sid, right? We're going to bring, bring Sid on right now. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Um, uh, and uh, oh, we have a caller on the show. Well, yes, we do. Thank you for that. So that caller is Tanya Walrick. So let me go ahead and uh, uh, you can unmute yourself, Tanya. And um, if I, all right, there you are. We're getting a little bit of feedback. We're getting. Well, that might be feedback. that might be all the people that are fans of her. Shannon, <laughs> how are you doing, Tanya? I'm doing excellent. How are you? And Good. thank you for having me on today. Well, I want to thank you for being uh, courageous enough to do a show from live to virtual. And the big question everyone has is, why did you uh, do it in three weeks? Why didn't you just go for the ultimate challenge and do it in three days? Oh, excellent <laughs> idea, right? So, um, so besides people calling me crazy for trying to do this for three weeks, it could have not been possible except for we partnered with you and your team at Absolute Entertainment, who includes the phenomenal Andrea, uh, Gordon, and the excellent, excellent production of Jorge DJ Perspective. Mm. It could have not have been possible without all of you and your number one production. So, you know, there's always glitches and things you have to adjust to, but we are just happy that it happened and involved 35 other small businesses. That's the reason why we did it. Along with being able to help 50 couples yesterday. So we are just ecstatic at the opportunity of continuing our tour, which involves 14 cities this year. So thank you so much for the opportunity and the pure joy of being able to work with your team, who is superb. So uh, Tanya Waltrick, Tanya Waltrick is the owner of T Rose Bridal Show. She has these amazing shows that she takes all over the United States and really brings brides this opportunity to meet all these amazing vendors to have the most beautiful wedding. So I just wanted to make sure that people knew who we were talking about. And uh, uh, you can uh, please take back over. <laughs> yeah, and, and give the website, please. Um, uh, I. There it is, www.trosebridalshows.com, and we'll verify that with Tanya. And but I think uh, it's Tanya, backwards. come come back on. I want to make I want to pay a compliment to you, and I want to give you an opportunity to give one more shout out. So uh, the last uh, thing I would like to say is that I was inspired because not only were you courageous enough to do something that was new to you and new to even our team, but you did it with style, you did it with uh, poise, you did it with just positivity. And that makes all the difference because then results happen that are something you can celebrate later. So I wanted to have you on the show to say you amplified my life. You amplify the life of so many other people because you are a leader. We can't wait to do more things with you. And a heartfelt thank you to you being a friend of mine, someone I can count on even when times are tough. So you are such a wonderful person. And I, I love calling you my friend. Thank you so much, Ken, and I love calling you my friend. Thank you for continuously introducing us to awesome people. Well, so, can you give a little um, shout-out real quick? And the website is correct. 
Well, go ahead and give the website one more time and give a shout out. We had uh, one or two uh, vendors that may not have been on the show to hear their name. Would you mind sharing their name just so they hear it? Sure. I want to share Travel Cruising and I want to share the wonderful uh, wedding professionals that are part of our grand prize, which was the micro wedding. Uh, And that includes officiant Elizabeth Chavez. Uh, Beauty and um, MUA, uh, Jemina from Beauty Fashions by Jemina. The wonderful Carmen Monroe from Carmen's Bridal Gown Rental and Formal Wear. Uh, Joseph Green from Courageous, who is part of that. And also the amazing uh, Desiree McCoy from uh, MDM Associates and ganache cakes along with the fabulous Sally from LaFay Cottage at Little Washington. They were absolutely fabulous. So thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to shout them out and to the amazing 35 other uh, companies who joined us yesterday. Thank you and, again. And uh, since people may not know who Jorge is, he is DJ Perspective. He is an extremely talented producer, um, production person. He is one of uh, the lovely people at our office that is creating magic every day with talented um, MCs, rappers, musicians. So we're so proud of him. And uh, I want to say Unity by the Bay. You introduced us and we did our very first wedding there. And what a gorgeous location in Annapolis. So thank you again, Tanya, awesome. for that connection. And please do not forget the Double Tree by Annapolis. Um, uh, the Double Tree by Hilton Annapolis with the ever wonderful Terry Dooley. We can't well, forget, forget them as well. Tanya, how could you forget that? There's, there's no way you can. <laughs> All right. Well, that's where I met so many lovely people from our first uh, video shoot. And thank you again, Tanya. Look forward to many more good times and bringing uh, beautiful couples together with your vendors and celebrating love. All right. We're moving to Sid, awesome. I believe. Yes, that was so great to have her. We have uh, Sid McNary, who's up next. And um, uh, I'm just going to have, we've had Sid on the show before. um, And it's it's been such a great pleasure to get to know him through the years and to uh, meet him. So uh, if you will unmute yourself, and I think I already asked you to have your video on. If you could come on with us, we would love to have you. Let's see if it, I'll ask again, since I don't see you, it means you may not know that you can come on. Hey, there's Sid McNary. Uh, he's been, uh, well, Ken, I'll have you, uh, introduce how you know him. And, and well, how first and foremost, he's my brother. He's my bald brother. He's my <laughs> Baltimore bald brother. And he's one of the first people that actually hired me to do photos for a book, his first book. And I believe you are now in your fourth book or fifth book right now. Fourth book and writing my fifth. Yes. Yes. I thought that was the case. So, uh, Sid is a magnet. He, uh, attracts, some of the most beautiful thought leaders, uh, spiritual leaders, athletes, uh, just people that are really running their life the way you'd be proud to know them, have them for dinner, have them as a friend. So Sid, you've changed my life. I want to give you a shout out today, give you an opportunity to share your book. Um, briefly uh, share what, can you, can you show the book? Do you have a, a copy to show? 
While he's holding up the book, let me formally introduce him. Sid McNary is the lead wellness instructor and founder of the Nahi Wellness Community, Global Community. He's a best-selling author of Yoga and Life Empowerment and the Warrior Within. And this new book is Those Who Know God, was published on 11-11. And he's a, a life empowerment coach, keeper of the light for all who come together. And we're excited to have you here so that you can help others as well as um, all of us reach our highest potential in every way. Well, thank you. It's it's great to be here again. And, and uh, you know, the last time, I think it was for Love Light Festival. Right, it was. Uh, and then right before that. And so, yeah, this is phenomenal. And actually, that's where you, Andrea and I met was at the Love Light Festival. And, um, and well, so, that might be true, but I met you quite a bit. Oh, yeah, that's I know. The three you, of us. Yeah, we met way, hey, back, um, way back. And I think you know, you have about a million people. You have about a million people that are really mad at you. Did, did you know that? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, that makes sense. Well, no, you left Baltimore and you went down to Florida and we're all we're all having our SID withdrawal. <laughs> well, you know, uh, snow's on its way up there. <laughs> well, I, mean, I have to say, uh, Florida, Florida does you right. You look like you're 10 years younger down in Florida. I, you look like you just got out of college a little while ago. <laughs> so uh, t tell why people should check out the book. And then you uh, you're also quite the. I guess it's a guru of wellness and um, living a life you love. And you shared a product, and I'm going to be buying that today. But for those people that are buying 5G technology, you may be affecting your health or disrupting it in some way, shape, or form. And this is not uh, a plug that he's going to get some affiliate paid. This is his generosity and sharing just one more piece of wisdom, and he has so much to share. But if you share about your book and that sp specific piece you're wearing and why you wear it. Yeah. Uh, so the book is Those Who Know God. And it's, you know, the impact on the cover came because it was like, okay, whoever has resistance to this, eventually you, sh you are definitely the person I was writing to. And so the book is really about, I think I mentioned God six times in the book. It's about making the connection for yourself to the source of all things and living from that space that everything is possible, whether it's physical, mental, spiritual, and erasing the programs that are running in the background that keep us in a limited connection. So, you know, and then there's so many tools that are inside of the book that allow you to make steps for yourself to living your highest in every way. So that's the book. And, and, uh, and then what this is is Shungite. And Shungite is uh, a a rock or mineral from Russia in the mountains. And what it does is it protects you from the electromagnetic fields that are running around, especially with 5G. And how it came into my life was when we moved here to Jacksonville, it's one of the, you know, it's over a million people. It's uh, the largest landmass city in the country uh, with a million plus people. And so, when we got here, I began to realize that I was having like an allergic reaction from having 5G in our house. And so I needed to figure out just how I could protect myself and not have this wake up with this uh, nauseated feeling. And so a friend of mine uh, turned me on to Shungite and, and to uh, Amuse, A8. H H three H's muse.com 
And that's where you can pick it up. And literally, I'm, I'm telling people about it for your own protection. I absolutely get no kickback from telling you how to protect yourself in that way. So uh, I had a block of it, put it on my uh, Wi-Fi in our network in the house, and, and my computer couldn't find our Wi-Fi network. So wearing you know, it definitely protects me. You know what's interesting is I know you're not getting a kickback, and I'm glad you uh, second that uh, announcement. But, you know, when you celebrate people that are making humanity better, what happens is they're supported. And when they're supported, they can create new products, new technologies, and, and they can give back because their heart is obviously there to create something that makes life and humanity better. So thank you so much for being here, Sid. Thanks for being a wonderful friend. I do miss you, but we're going to come down to Jacksonville and right uh, hug it out. And you, you look great, man. Uh, the book it. is serving you well. Yeah, younger, thinner, awesome. Thank you so much, Ned, uh, Ned for uh, joining Sid. us. It was nice to see you again. Did I say I put Neary near and Sid together and got a new name? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Hey, do so you much have a chapter? Uh, do you have a chapter in the book? Uh, I, oh. I invite you to send a chapter, Sid, to me if you'd like to share that with any of the listeners just to get a little taste of the book. Your choice. All right. Yeah, for sure. I'll do that. Awesome. All right. And it's thank a beautiful you so book much. cover. All right. Have a great day. Uh, so uh, thank you so much, uh, Sid McNary, your new name, Nid, <laughs> for joining us today here on Amplified with Ken Rashawn. And I'm Andrea Adams-Miller, executive producer of, of Amplified with Ken Rashawn. And uh, so for our next guest, I'm super excited that when Ken was segueing away from like Sid and the Greek things that he's doing in the world to create um, wonderful opportunities for other people to rise up and do great things. That certainly brings Donna into the forefront. Uh, Donna Hopkins and her husband, Richard, are, are, well, Donna's our guest, but she's going to be representing both her and her husband today. Um, Donna was raised on a dairy farm in Medford, Oregon, and the family farm was the homestead of the grandfather, became a huge successful business, and she spent many of years in the fitness industry and swimming, aquatics, and then in accounting. And unfortunately, addiction did not discriminate and became part of her life, uh, regardless of how nice she lived or what her accomplishments were. And she found a way to recovery in 89, and not as an immediate situation or solution, but as many troubles and oh, different challenges came along the way that interfered with her smile, and it became a greatest blessing. And so now through that, she's found a passion uh, to help and assist other people struggling with recovery so that they can stand in the empowerment of a full recovery, uh, not as a handout or a free right, but as a way to really encapsulate recovery as a life choice where they can stand strong in it. And uh, she has a, uh, a new uh, form of uh, creating things in the world through, it's, through crypto technology. We introduced that to you guys last week. And it's through that that I met Donna and uh, Donna, they have started, we call it a node, and a node is, uh, well, I'll let her share about it too. Donna, can you uh, go ahead and uncamera your camera so we can see you? <laughs> there she is. <laughs> Thank you, Andrea. <laughs> mm -hmm. Before we get into the tech stuff, let's, uh, let's, I guess, make a segue. So we just had two really brilliant people as cameos because they're creating really great things in the world as you heard. So did you have any reaction to what you heard? 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's great. You know, I'm looking at this title of Sid's book, and it's amazing because that's such a big part of my story is finding my path to peace through spirituality and living better. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, you guys are all heroes because you guys help people that need help. And, you know, when you help people that need help, they can become leaders to help other people. And we were given a, an opportunity the other day to help someone that was uh, really involved in a domestic violence situation. And without our office, we didn't really have a place to provide that type of security for them. So it's amazing how these opportunities happen when you are working together with great leaders. So um, your lovely husband cannot be there right next to you, by you. For this. Nope, he's off working. He's off working. Okay. He's making the ducats. Okay. Well, we yeah. She said, chop, chop, get to work. <laughs> <laughs> so we like to start our show with having our audience learn who you are and specifically um, where you were born and what your childhood was like that may have given you some of an inkling of what you'd want to do later in your life. Wow. Well, I did. As Andrea said, as I grew up in on a dairy farm and I, I learned a tremendous amount about how to work and, and how to be out in the world. Um, even with that, um, I seem to find the path to um, addiction, which is very, very sneaky and cunning and baffling, but it can sneak up on you at any time. Um, I don't know. My goal in life was to always own a swim school, which I did do. And um, I enjoyed teaching. So that was always my passion is, is giving to other people and trying to give something I was good at to others. So that sneaky little addiction, um, how specific would you like to get? Because I, I certainly have some comments on it. I have no problem getting very specific. <laughs> um, Thank you. I actually grew up in an era that, that drinking was such an accepted part of our society. And then, of course, other drugs came into the scene. And being a very rebellious teenager, I indulged. And um, for a long time, that worked for me. But what I've learned today is that a lot of my um, leading me into addiction was trying to self-medicate issues with depression. And as that went on, um, at one point, I just decided I was going to be a grown up and stop stop drinking. And it worked for a very short time. And I had two children. And I absolutely love being a mom, but I could not cope with being 34 with two children 14 months apart. And, you know, my pastime became drinking wine and watching Sesame Street. You know, I was mom of the year. Um, <laughs> it was pretty sad. And I finally was so unhappy inside and I didn't know what was wrong. And I opted to go to a recovery program and find out um, how I could quit drinking because I realized I couldn't just do it on my own. And was your husband uh, that you're married to right now, he's, he's currently been was with you then? No, uh -uh. I was married to my children's father who, unfortunately, um, he, I don't know, does he have a problem with alcohol? It's not up to me to say, but our, our relationship and the choice I made in a partner was totally based on um, my belief system as, as a person in addiction. I was doing things to please other people. Um, I picked someone that my parents would be very proud of. Um, I did all of the right things on the outside, but on the inside, I was extremely unhappy um, to a point of becoming suicidal many, many times in my life. So um, 
getting recovery and finding my path has been uh, an amazing blessing in my life. So you, I have to re-examine that word sneaky. It's it's an interesting word to use because mm-hmm. it's it's. I think it's quite accurate, but I don't think uh, I'm buying into how it was sneaky in your life. Can you tell me how it was sneaky? <laughs> it was sneaky in the sense that I was able to keep my life together on the outside. I could do everything just right. I could drive the right car. I could wear the right clothes. Um, I could perform very well. So I didn't relate to the fact that I could possibly be an alcoholic because an alcoholic to me was the person who was on the street um, and homeless, in jail, all those things that come up with, with addiction. And I just thought that I wasn't really that bad. I just was having some fun. And pretty soon um, I was just so um, dead on the inside, the best way to put it. All right. Well, we... We have a lot to talk about in the second segment, and I don't want to get into a new topic that we can't finish, even though cliffhangers are beautiful during the uh, breaks. So I'm going to bring I'm going to bring it over to Andrea, but I will just uh, I'll, I'll just share that we're going to come back from break, and I'm going to tell you what my dad did for me that probably prevented me from being a drug addict. I will. Leave it at that. That's what I'm coming back with. Andrea? All right. With that cliffhanger, we want to, again, thank our featured sponsor, Opus, Opus Opus.finance, for being a decentralized global processing system uh, for the people by the people, because enough is enough, and the Umbrella Syndicate, Voice America Influencers Channel, Absolute Entertainment, The Red Carpet Connection, Big Events USA, Perfect Publishing, and our charity of choice is The Oops, that side, the keepsmilingmovement.com, a 5013C nonprofit mental and dental health organization. And right now we're currently in a fund drive uh, due to this year's um, COVID and other situations. Uh, the donors that had made promises this year were unable to fulfill their promise to us. Therefore, we have been unable to fulfill our they promise to help. Yeah, oh, they were affected just as well. Um, and so we rightfully accept that that had to happen. And we love that. And so we're looking for other opportunities from people who are able to fill in that gap so that we can continue to serve more people and take care of the operations, which included with that story that Ken was talking about our office, so that uh, we can make sure that we have a location and a place that we can continue to function and operate from. So uh, at Keep Smiling Movement is what you need for your PayPal address or you can reach out to us to get that contact information at the keepsmilingmovement.com and, and with that and we still have 30 seconds so I'm going to say a banner across right. with all your different sponsors would be pretty pretty cool for the new shows and you know you hear the word office and you hear a place to work but this is not just an office this is actually uh, a place that people can visit. It's a place where people can do shows. It's a production place. It's a studio. I mean, we do probably, uh, I don't know, 3,000 photos a year that end up in books that are done at that office. And without that, we have to find other locations. And, and right. We do and now we have books. private meetings. Um, mm-hmm. We've been doing masterminds and we're going to be doing much books more. Through that place. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And now that we do production here, uh, we're also going to be, be doing some uh, film and television uh uh, here as well. So uh, in, our, in my mind, it's already happening. We're already staying. And with your contributions, it'll solidify that deal. So with that, we'll be back after these messages. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. 
The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, this is Ken Roshan, Arn. Amplify and notify. We are going to notify your life with Node. So very excited to have that conversation in a minute. But I have a short story I'd like to share to prompt Donna sharing perhaps a story or her perspective or philosophy on how to prevent addiction or how to minimize it and how to stop it. So when I was a wee lad of about 12, I was a ADD, ADHD, hyperactive lunatic. And my, my dad was convinced as an army officer that I was on drugs. And he, he pulled me aside and he says, Ken, are you on drugs? And I said, I am not. And he says, well, you act like it. And that was <laughs> his response to my behavior. And I said, yeah, dad, I'm telling you the truth. I'm, I'm not on drugs. And he says, have you ever tried drugs? I said, no, I haven't. And he says, well, as an army officer, I have to tell you, it'll impact my career. It'll impact our family life. And I'm going to ask you to make a promise to me. And I said, okay. And he says, promise me that you will not do drugs, try them or take any drug at all while you're under my roof, while it'll affect my career and my family. And I said, hesitantly, okay. And he said, no, say those words. And he made me actually say the words. And I said, well, I'm not really comfortable saying the words, dad, because I would like to try them. And that's when he kicked in and said, you know, I can save you a lot of guesswork. If you're trying them to see if you like them, I promise you, you'll like them. I promise you will, because everyone that's tried them likes them and they get addicted and they lose their life in some way, shape or form. So he made me say those words. And after I said those words, dad, I promise I will not try or take drugs while I'm under your roof. He says, good, break that promise and I'll never trust you. <laughs> so I never tried drugs, Donna. I've never tried even a cigarette. Um, fortunately, he didn't say, don't try beer. I mean, I did get to do beer <laughs> when I was <laughs> 18 or 20. And, and same with coffee and same with anything else that's bad in life. I mean, God, if he told me not to eat bacon, woo. <laughs> or, or to eat, uh, you know, anything. So I'm very excited that um, that particular story comes to my heart because without him saying that, I will tell you that I was surrounded by kids that were doing drugs and happily doing drugs as part of their daily routine. And it was interesting when I told them that I couldn't do drugs. And they said, why not? And I said, well, I promised my dad. They didn't harass me. They didn't bully me or any of that. They just said, okay, that's cool. And I think they were doing that in the background saying, if my mom and dad made a stand for me like that, I would, 
I would understand that I have to keep that promise too. I, it was weird. I don't, I don't really know if that's applicable in this day and age, but back then I was literally the only person at a campfire or an outing that wasn't doing any drugs <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was allowed to be there still, which was kind of weird. That's amazing. The so driver. <laughs> yeah. So do share uh, for those that are being affected by these times that they are looking for a, a, a release and escape. How, how would you recommend that they are able to get past these times and this depression and the stress? Well, I would have to say self-honesty is probably the number one key for people to get a grip on what is happening in their life. And for a very long time, I thought all I had to do was stop drinking, stop doing drugs, stop the physical part of it. But what I found in order to have continuous sobriety and to have stability, I had to learn to have emotional sobriety. And for me, that meant finding a spiritual path. That meant living in a positive sense versus the negative sense, looking at a glass half full, not half empty, and really learning to be grateful for the things I have in my life and not for the things that I think I want. Um, when I get in the place of I think I want something and I feel sorry for myself, then I might as well go back and drink and, and do, the, do the deed. Um, learning to be comfortable in my own skin was probably the biggest challenge I had. And, you know, every time I get into that place of unhappiness or I, I did live through a domestic violence situation. And, you know, once I learned to not allow the world and other people to beat me down and pull myself up, things became a lot better for me. Okay. So domestic violence is kind of a culprit of depression and self-worth. And mm -hmm. really it's cyclic is that the more you are drinking because you want to escape, the more you're actually saying, I'm not worth Mm -hmm. what I should be considering I'm worth. And so you get into bad relationships, make more bad decisions. So you understand that um, our mission is directly attacking the fact that people can, should, and will be happy if they make better choices and actually smile because it gives off all this beautiful chemical energy that allows you to actually have that self-worth. Absolutely. I know that when I walk down the street, if I look at the person walking towards me in the eye and give them a smile, if I don't have to have a mask on, um, <laughs> there's a whole different energy change. And um, I've learned that when I see the person on the street who is homeless, who's down and out, looking at them in the eye and smiling at them and accepting them as another human being, they're just another human being who's going through a rough time. That is more a bigger gift to them than me handing them the dollar or whatever it is. But accepting other people for exactly who they are and knowing that none of us can rise above being a human being, we can go out there and we can change the world by just smiling at people and being kind to people and doing the next right thing. I wanted to add to that too, is even when they make bad choices, Ken and I have learned, or even if it wasn't a choice, something bad happens in your life. When you choose to smile, your resilience and ability to bounce back from that just increases ridiculously. Um, uh, those of you who see me on the show, you see that I get emotional. I cry easy. I mean, I cry like that. They tease me, Donna and our friends who were on a call together every night. And I cry, I don't know, probably every night. And, uh, and, and we joke about that. However, when I used to cry, I used to not be able to stop crying. I'd like, I'd get into this cyclic of, of, especially if something was, you know, um, 
of personally affecting me. And now I just look at a keep smiling card and my resilience is about 45 seconds. So whatever ick I'm in, I look at that card that Ken's holding and uh, they're everywhere. I have them all around me right now. The cards are out of reach because I'm on my tether today, but I have books all around me that say keep smiling. This one's for uh, we will survive cancer. Um, and that makes a difference. So I, you create smiles for other people too, Donna, because um, how I met you is through Opus Finance, uh, Opus.Finance, and uh, our friend Kevmo, uh, we call him Kevmo, um, you know, I don't even know Kevmo's full name. <laughs> <laughs> what is Kev, Kevin's name? Kevin Fugate. <laughs> oh, I did know it. Okay, Kevin yeah. Fugate. Um, so he had introduced you to Opus Thought Finance because of what you guys were doing with these houses. So tell me about these houses and what you're providing for people. We have had the opportunity to have some rental properties and we were approached by someone who um, educated us about the possibility of doing homes for people in recovery, not a clean and sober home that's institutionalized or anything like that, but a home that is just like your everyday home, a house full of a lot of a lot of roommates who are all on the same same mission, same passion. Um, nobody actually runs the house except the people in the house themselves. So we really? are. Yes, this is self-run democratic project. It's not, uh, they're totally in charge of everything. When they collect their rent, they get a, they, the house has a bank account. They learn to pay their bills. They learn to keep their house clean. They learn how to do the things they need to do to have their own home. Um, they go on from there to become successful. And there, there's a lot of um, information out there that, People who stay in the home for a year or more usually have a much higher percentage of gaining long-term sobriety and functioning in our society. So wow. we opted to do a men's home and then we wanted to do a woman's home. And everyone told me I was crazy to do a woman's home because it would be high maintenance. And it was, but as a woman in recovery years ago, I had no place to go and no place to live and no means to to start over. And I was okay. always wanted to have a home that women could have the same opportunity. And our home, our men's home has 11 rooms in it, 11 bedrooms, and our women's home has nine. So it's, they're, they're large houses and they're located to a point people can get to meetings and do what they need to do. So from that point, we decided we really wanted to be able to offer more of that. And in the state of California, there are very few homes like that around. So our funding hasn't been really strong for that. So we wanted to find a way we could make money to support opening new homes. Isn't it ironic that our mission is to help publish, create legacy, and inspire hope for those people so we're in essence your marketing plan <clears throat> and you have a beautiful story, a beautiful mission, and we're allowed to do this every single day that we can stay in the, in the game of mission, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. It's about yeah. like our, our game is um, providing hope, selling hope, creating hope, and it rubs off on us mm -hmm. because everyone's going through the same stuff on some level. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the co-authored stories. When we hear people's story, like hearing your story, and 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 we didn't even get to, we haven't shared Richard's yet. You know, your story and inspiring people to see where you were at when you were like, oh my gosh, this is not this is not what I want anymore. People read these stories and they feel so inspired and motivated to find how their lives could be better, and that's what we love is that collaboration that makes everything work. (laughs) One of the greatest things that happened for me was to learn to stop living in shame and guilt over my addiction and to be able to hold my head high and know that I have made a change. I've made a positive change. And the only way I can keep what I have today is to give it away. And if I don't give it back to others of what people gave to me, I it's the biggest gift in the world is helping other people. Well, I have Beautiful. to tell you, Donna, you just gave me probably one of my biggest ideas for this year because of this Ooh, conversation. Ken has really this, good Donna? ideas. Come give this? it to us. Ready, give it to us. All right. So you know the uh, Gillian's Bible that's in every single hotel? Absolutely. Mm. Can you imagine if we could have our dose of hope in every single shelter? Oh, absolutely. I think that should that's, be done. Yeah. Because yeah, they share they share the book. There's There's a daily dose. Of that, because the thing I'm not sharing about this dose of hope is it's very rare that the author did not go through something as bad as you went through, Donna, or worse. Wow. I mean, just use your imagination, worse, right? <laughs> so, um, and most of the time we've had these people on our show, and every single time they've said, if that bad stuff hadn't happened, I wouldn't have created this amazing life because it was a wake up call. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you because. You're not sharing um, some of the stuff I invite you to share, but talk about how you and Richard met and and how you got um, onto the path of being powerful because it's about empowering yourself. Mm-hmm. We met um, through the program of Alcoholics Anonymous at um, a big uh, rally that they had over in the Valley in Grants Pass and became very good friends. We were all hiking together. A lot of people in recovery were, we were getting together to try to learn how to live again without drugs and alcohol. And so we hiked and we became very, very good friends. And we were both into very, very destructive relationships. And, um, you know, all I can say is I truly believe that um, the God of my understanding put us together to be a team, to go out there and work and do the things that we can do for people. And we have been blessed to be financially comfortable enough to be able to give back to our community. And in our business that Richard has been in for quite a while as a logging company, we take priority of hiring people who are either with a felon, that they can't get work because they're just getting out of jail um, and that sort of thing. And it's a challenging thing because not everyone always works out. But we have some people who have become very, very productive people in our society. And to be able to offer that to people has been a blessing. Yeah, and it's uh, really a distinction of understanding the value of a second chance, the opportunity of a second chance. Because the ones that worked out, they said, no one will believe in me. And because you did, I know that this is not going to happen again. So I'm going to take advantage of the fact that I can shine. Yes, absolutely. And the the people that didn't actually just reverted to their habits and didn't value themselves enough to know or have hope Mm -hmm. enough to know that it's all a choice. Everything is a choice. 
And when they when they get into enough pain and enough, enough discomfort, we've had a lot of those people come back for the second time mm. and have worked out great. So okay, it's good. Being open-minded and willing to help our fellow man. Well, uh, Andre, did you have uh, you want to talk about uh, nodes? If I we're going to notify. Well, right? yeah, just so people know what a node is and what, mean, what they're doing you can't with live it. So. In this time, <laughs> especially COVID, without knowing what a node is, I mean, <laughs> um, crypto crypto technology is something new in the world. And so, Donna, if you'll share that, and we're getting short on time, so if we can have you kind of condense yeah, just it, just n- notify us, titles. notify us. Yeah, let me notify yeah. you. We open. <laughs> we have a node that we were uh, blessed to become a part of. And our note is to raise funding for uh, housing for people and um, in communities to get detox centers and to, to offer any type of help for the person who is suffering. So, yeah. in essence, if you were to say something, listen, I have to tell you, I, I have a little node. Um, this is not good news. You want a big node. You want, want to really note. have the node get bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it can yes. help more people. So I know you're eager to get to rapid fire, right? (laughs) Sure. And uh, normally I don't start with this question, but I'm going to start with this question because I know that you will really, you will really embrace it. Name your top 20 movies, your top 20 movies you love to watch. Yeah, so now that wow. you put her into stress and she needs okay. a keep smiling card. So let me get a keep smiling card because I'm not a movie watcher and I am not a TV watcher. And the reason is I, I have chosen to not live in a lot of negativity. And I, I just, there are some movies out there that are great, but I spend my time out helping people and doing other things. So your movie is the one you're actually in. My life. With. And mm-hmm. yeah. so therefore I... I implore you to please write a book about your movie that may become a movie because it sounds like you're playing big. So let's do it. Okay. Yeah, and what is, and Donna, what is your guys's node called? Our node is called Opus Recovery. So o- Opus, O-P-E-S. O-P-E-S Recovery. <laughs> Whenever you say Opus Recovery, you always have to go. Go. Opus. <laughs> I know, I need to fix the logo so it's different. Yeah. <laughs> Opus recovery. <laughs> um, so awesome. And then that is a crypto uh, crypto technology way for people to be able to give back for money to be made and so forth and uh, how people can create opportunities to make money for themselves and to donate uh, for things like this. And by the way, Opus.Finance is helping sponsor the Keep Smiling movement as well. So what you do is you go on your phone and you go into your app and download Opus, o- o- Opus. O-P-E-S, ID, Opus ID, and then uh, just follow the directions on how to be on this app, and you can be voting for different people that you want to do well. You earn money while you vote for them and support them, and you also um, help donations go to them as well. So, And we'll tell you more about that, and um, you can also learn more about what Opus is doing um, on Opus.Finance on Telegram. So go on Telegram and look at Opus.Finance. So, so I, uh, wait, wait, I'm going to revert to you. a question that I do get to ha- ask, because I don't feel like I got an answer. I got an answer, but not an answer that the audience can say, I'm going to go watch this tonight. So you're not allowed to say, Donna, you're not allowed to say to this next question, I don't read books because I'm busy helping people. In life. So what book changed your life? I do read books. <laughs> the book that changed my life would have to be The Shack. And William, William Paul Young is William Paul William, Young. And he is our final author in the Dose of Hope. 
Oh my gosh, I love him. Yes. And by yeah, the way, we met him. I almost fell over. Not only when I met him and I, I was pinching myself because of how much of a giant this man is, but he was so agreeable to be on the show. He was agreeable to doing the chapter. He got it into us in about a week or two. And he changed my life because I realized that I had put a limit on who I could ask. And he is one of the top people in the world. And he said, yes. And yeah, we were also- on our way to go see Les Brown, <clears throat> and we reached out to him. Ken had a great connection to him through a friend, uh, Peter Stropel, I believe. And uh, he agreed to meet us, and we met him at a little coffee shop, had a lovely time with him. And he's a great And the only man. thing stopping it from being a longer meeting was that we had to get on a flight. Our flight was at like <laughs> 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like a half and, an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm so glad you said him because he's the final author in the Dose of Hope because of his last name being Young. We put it in alphabetical order by last name. Well, he changed my life. He changed my life in the fact that I was very anti-religion and I didn't want to get involved in the whole spiritual world. And he made me see that I was very narrow-minded in my thinking about that. And I love that book. Read it several times. All right. Next question. Uh, What is a song that really gets you jazzed up? What do you want to hear to get you moving? Mm, wow. I have a house cleaning song by John Cougar Mellencamp called Small Town. <laughs> <laughs> that is I'm a good small town girl. <laughs> okay. And um, who is someone you wish you could meet? Ooh. Oh, probably William Paul Young would be I one. So. Yep. Yep. That'd be number one. Yep. Well, I will ask permission uh, for you guys to talk because for you to be on the air and say, that's your number one book. And also the great things you're doing. I think he'll, he would be uh, his normal self of saying, yes, that's great. (laughs) You know, you saying that answer to me, it just makes me so excited because what we're doing internationally and the outreach of people for us to have met you. And then you mentioned him, it just brings all this full circle. I'm just feeling all, I feel like crying. So, (laughs) so uh, when you were a child, what did you want to grow up and be? Wow. I, I wanted to be a nurse for a while. And then um, I think I was very groomed to grow up and get married and live happily ever after. And that wasn't my that wasn't the reality. That wasn't really what I wanted deep inside. It was what I was told I needed to do. So mm. Okay. So. However, she is happy now. I am happy now. <laughs> now. <laughs> <And I'm married. laughs> well, I can see that because of not just your smile, but how many smiles you give. <laughs> so you. we have it's called SPH smiles per hour oh. <laughs> and it's a way of measuring not only what you're giving yourself but what you're giving the world or vice versa and our hypothesis that has not been disproven is the higher SPH the higher your abundance is uh-huh good so you know we're gonna have to add that to an app Ken that every time you smile you touch your thing and you get credit and you give credit somewhere in the world good good idea we'll, we'll have to mention that well, I think that's an, opus. That's, the, that's, that's, that's an opus that's part of the that's an opus okay so uh, my final question and then Andrea can finish up hers is what is a quote you live by Ooh, a quote I live by is something my mother always said to me is treat others how I want to be treated Good old golden. Good old golden. Absolutely beautiful. Yep. All right. Beautiful. Andrea, you and can then, ask the last uh, we, question we and you have, can actually uh, share. We do have four minutes, so if you do have another one, Ken, you okay. do have time to ask. Um, I, I, I would like to know if you were going to write a book yourself that's like a bigger story, not just your Dose of Hope story, what what would be the catalyst in it? Like, what would, like who would you be? Like in short, short, short term, though. Like, snap it down. 
Woo, short, short, short term. Um, that's an interesting question. I think I would want to be someone who was like a mentor to teach other people things. Beautiful. Great answer. I, I can't wait till that book is out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what is the question that you'd like to be asked that we haven't asked you? Oh, let's see. Uh, huh. Well, I haven't got one. Let's okay, see. so what do you love most about Richard? What do I love most about Richard is he's very kind and he's very forgiving and accepting of other people. Which is really a lot of the ingredients you need for a long-term mm -hmm. relationship that's healthy and prosperous. Yes, yes. And he, he always and he's finds funny. the good. And he's funny. <laughs> but he always finds yeah. the good in people, even when I'm not seeing it. He helps me with that. Okay, so I'll ask one really, really super quick question. A wish for 2021 for you. What is your wish? For COVID to go away so we can hug again. That is uh, a great wish. Yes, we do like hugs with smiles. And, so. we, and we do have a young lady, uh, Leanne, who has a book called Hugs and Smiles that she did with us. So we will make sure we send these to you. And perhaps uh, these books will uh, at least find themselves electronically on all the different uh, uh, computers of the people that need it. Awesome. So thank you. For those of you who are listening, then we want to thank our sponsors who help all of this be possible and for their donations so that we can continue to create smiles in the world, support great people and share people's stories on Amplified with Ken Rashawn so that we can uh, let people know what's happening in the world. That's positive, good mojo out there. And that is Opus.Finance as our featured sponsor, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Voice America Influencers Channel, Absolute Entertainment. Big Events USA, and of course, uh, our charity of choice, thekeepsmilingmovement.com. We are in a lovely big demand right now for people for resources because we do hypnosis and meditation to help people with services to overcome limiting beliefs. We also publish books and um, provide them to people. And now we're going to be providing them in, in clinics and shelters and so forth for people to give them a dose of hope to match our mission for inspiration and uh, motivation. And we also pass out the Keep Smiling cards all over the world in 27 different languages. So with our fi last final seconds, I just want to say, Donna, we have amplified your life through our show to let people know that anything's possible and you are a wonderful, beautiful leader soul. We can't wait to um, share your story and inspire future hope to all the people. And I just, I love your energy and thank you so much for being on the show with us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're, Thank you're you, so everyone. What, what a gift yeah. at Christmas. <laughs> yes, yes. So again, yes. for your donations, go to at Keep Smiling Movement on PayPal to do that or thekeepsmilingmovement.com. Thank you guys so much for everything. Blessings to you, Ken, for being such a beautiful host every week. I'm Andrea Adams-Miller, executive producer, and Donna Hopkins, our great guest. Thank you. Bye-bye, Donna. Oh, let's get a Bye screenshot. Oh. oh, yeah, screenshot. Uh, awesome. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.